Hey, it's Matt. If I asked how many of us wish we could squeeze more time out of a 24-hour day, I bet most of you would probably agree that that would be amazing. And if you do a Google search for how to get more time in a day, you'll find unusual tips on cutting down on your commitments and learning to say no. But I know we're entrepreneurs and saying no is a struggle that we all seem to have. I've been really excited to learn from today's guest, Dr. Kara Larson, on how to keep doing all the things that I want and need to do in much less time. I know you're going to be just as excited as I am to hear the number one issue that most of us have in common, her special technique for cutting stress rates in half, and simple biohacks you can try yourself anywhere, anytime. And be sure to listen all the way to the end when you'll learn about a special promo that Dr. Kara Larson is offering the Pass the Secret Sauce listeners. I am Dr. Kara Larson, and I am a performance coach for Cozy Mind, as well as a doctor of biomedical engineering. I would say that most people are underrating their sleep. For me, sleep, and as a part of that, meditation, you can get a lot uh, of benefits from meditating instead of just napping. My dinner table honestly was a little, it was a little lonely. My mom did her best to get us all, we did eat at the table, mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, it was tricky to get me, my sister and her, uh, my dad and my mother divorced when I was younger. So in middle school, so he wasn't always at the dinner table. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was mostly me, my mom and my sister. And many times with the amount of sports that I was doing, sometimes it ended up being me, but we were like a home cooked meal kind of family. Um, a little bit superficial in the conversation, but we've, we've evolved since then. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've a evolved. Little, yeah, <laughs> that's a little snack that. That's funny. That's funny. You know, I've interviewed hundreds of entrepreneurs over the years, and a lot of them I've noticed are naturally sociable. They're naturally extroverted. And a lot of them are actually surprised to hear that I wouldn't consider myself being a natural extrovert. It actually wasn't until after my dad passed away when I was 16 that I decided to you know, just let it rip and let my life live, let me live my life. Uh, How about you? Were you the kid going around the neighborhood selling things at 10 years old? Were you the naturally outgoing type, would you say? Yeah, great question. I, so my mother, she just retired, but she was a plastic surgeon who owned her own practice. Oh, wow. So it's possible I got a little bit of that from her, but I grew up very shy to begin Mm -hmm. with. And so running my own anything or being in front of people was something I, I shied away from. I think it was a, a bit of an evolution, but when I, I was so hyper-focused because I didn't love living at home uh-huh. uh, on getting into college and getting the scholarship and getting the grades, um, which is kind of how all of the biohacking performance stuff started. I was so hyper-focused on that um, that I kind of could have cared less about all of these other amazing things that make life fun and exciting. Yeah. And when I finally left home and went off to college, that was one huge catalyst for me is realizing like, 
I can pave my way in this new environment. It was very much a, a fresh start. And there wasn't the same pressure that I was holding myself to, uh, which I had a lot of perfectionism. And once I was in college, right, I had reached one of the major goals and a lot of that was able to fall away. And it, it gave me a lot more space to, to be myself. Interesting. And so you were finding room to grow. You were branching out away from home. And it sounds like you were pretty busy as well with graduate school. And there can be a lot of burnout in those types of demanding seasons. What were some of the major aha moments that went off for you and sent you on the biohacking road? For me, the, you know, taking in a deeper learning and you know, having that catalyst of like, oh, like other people are struggling with this. Uh, at this time, I can help support them now that I have this knowledge. And that, that happened more in, in graduate school. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's interesting that you say, yeah, your father passed early. My, my father actually passed my freshman year in grad school when mm-hmm. I was 22. So that um, really made me realize the importance of relationships and a lot of the the family shifts that I alluded to happened there. Um, But in that, I think I I started to take on more elements of not just work, but other things in life. Um, And uh, I was in a PhD program at the time and I was doing that. And on top of that, I kind of realized halfway through that It wasn't, I didn't want to go into academia like I thought. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, I know I want to finish, but what am I going to do when I leave? Because I I don't want to touch anything on the lab bench ever again. I'm going to need to be able to pivot this in a unique way. And I started studying for um, what's called the patent bar. So basically I was studying to become um, a USPTO certified patent agent so I could help write Uh, patents at a law firm and in order to have like a working social life care about my health uh you know have a boyfriend friends and like study for this and do the phd in order to make that all happen i had to navigate and introduce a whole new set of skills for myself yeah I, i love that question because i i started in part with health but Primarily with time, I was very obsessed with the idea and the concept of time and how can I do things faster. And while I found a lot of shortcuts, at at some point it's less about time, or at least mm-hmm. I found this for myself, and more about what what is really your intention, what is really your goal, because there's so many different ways to get to you know different things, um, and when it comes to like health and meditation and stuff, at, at that point, I hadn't really fully embraced mindfulness work or yoga. It was a little bit more on the side. And so there was this, like, I care about my health. I'm like super, you know, productive doing all these things in my life. And um, I, I had no way to give myself sustainable breaks so that I could continue to do all of this sustainably. And that showed up in a big way in grad school specifically because in undergrad and in school, you have these like breaks built in. Mm -hmm. And I was doing, you know, work basically like a a career because I was in the lab and studying for these things, you know, 
all day, every day during a calendar year and like negotiating a couple of weeks, you know, with my boss that I can yeah. go and uh, visit family or go on vacation. Um, so the sustainability part kind of kicked in for me there too. I think we can all agree this is all really good news. And I know it sounds kind of sci-fi to think that we can bend time, so to speak. But here we have an expert that's essentially teaching us to do just that. And for entrepreneurs like us, well, I got to say, we got to bring that on, right? There's been a lot published online recently about biohacking the human body, you know, living longer, having more energy. It's something that I've been interested in for a long, long time. And I think now more than ever, people are really hungry for that quote unquote magic bullet that will help them be better, do better and do more. And it sounds like your focus and success starts even deeper than the body. It all starts with time. Like if we can maximize time, then that's the place to start with everything else, right? Is there just one biohack that's sort of your go-to for your clients? Yeah, so one that I didn't, uh, I was doing a little bit. I think everyone does a little bit, but I've been even more intentional about and do coaching on now as a part of our performance diamond method is this idea of a productivity routine, which stems from uh, the concept that Olympic athletes have these routines to set them up for success when they're going into meets or like high performance workouts. The same thing for you. You get to set yourself up for success uh, right before you open your work. And by doing that, on average, it takes a person about 23 minutes and 15 seconds to fully get into their work, get into a flow state, uh, whether they're starting the work off at the beginning of the day, coming back from a lunch break, or they've been distracted. And that's a pretty large amount of time um what our performance uh, routines work on productivity routines work on is shortening that timeline to five minutes maximum 10 minutes for you to get right in there and one of the key components i've found and i love sharing this on podcasts and with everyone i meet but there is a music station called focus at will that has a bunch of different uh, types of music. Some of them are nature. Some of them are really high energy, a little more electronic. Uh, one of my favorite stations is they recorded the sounds of a coffee shop and then they kind of, uh, covered up anything that would distract your brain. And they add in focus, like entrainment beats to every station. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can kind of choose what works best. And I like to have different stations for different types of work. But for me, putting on noise canceling headphones, throwing on that station uh, and the station you can either have free flow or you can set it for a timer. So you can know kind of how much work you're completing within a set interval. But that that has been a complete game changer for myself. And I know a lot of the people that I've worked with. Interesting. It has, a, so it's its own application. If you oh. go to focusatwill.com uh, and I can send you the link to give to, yeah. you know, everyone who's listening. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's, probably my number one hack. And you, you know, that's not the only option. They have a free trial and then it goes into a paid version. Um, but for me, the, the time cost benefit is just worth every penny. Yeah. Yes. Most of the stations are, um, focused specific and they do have, uh, they have 
you know, published studies that you can take a look at if you want more information um, on, you know, the, the specifics of the station and how that works. I also know when they first started, I don't look into this as much because I don't do as much um, like large scale creative work, but they used to have a creative folk like station too. So slightly different entrainment beats than the folk. Interesting. And I'm pretty sure they still have that one. So you're based in Savannah, Georgia, which is an amazing city, but your clients find you from all over the world, right? How has that experience been for you, connecting with people all around the world? Do you find that the issues we come to you for here in the U.S. are similar or different to your international clients? Yeah, well, we, I loved your question earlier, right? We talked a lot about, like, health and about time and uh, what I wasn't building in were like breaks and like cognitive rest for myself. Mm -hmm. And um, that's where I find a lot of people in terms of like problem solution are, are struggling is there, you know, their high performance, you know, they have this phenomenal mind, these amazing jobs. They have all of these interests. Uh, they care about their bodies normally, but it is hard to squeeze everything um, into one day, especially with some of the really demanding, you know, 10 hour type a day jobs. And uh, I can really help individuals with that stress component and in, in a bit of a mindset shift around their work, right? Part of it is implementing stuff, but a lot of it is like mental shifts and how can I uh, use these things really easily within your day, right? The, the adding a music component is a pretty easy, immediate win. Um, so I love sharing that one. Uh, but for some people who are on like billable work schedules, I these there are brain breaks that I like to coach. So basically very intentional breaks that allow your logical mind to recover so that you can have sustainable thought energy throughout the day and so that you can be more intentional and focused with your work. And that time that you spend on those breaks, I think is actually very billable time because it makes you more efficient. Mm -hmm. um, and that, that is a big mindset shift for a lot of people who feel like they just need to, like they're getting tired, they need a break that it's oftentimes more acceptable to do what I call like a distraction habit where that's get coffee, you know, go mm -hmm. to the bathroom, um, grab a snack, chat with someone, check your email, check, you know, social media, look at your phone. There are these little cues we get when we're tired because we actually do need a break, but not everyone is like, oh, like I, I need a break. If I, if I take a really intentional one, I'll be able to get back into my work mm -hmm. and get back into it faster. So um, those are kind of some of the little tells uh, for yourself that you might want to look into and then start to implement um, a, a brain break, which is basically some form of mindfulness or meditation or exercise or, or breath work. Um, yeah, and, and it doesn't have to be long. But five minutes is my encouraged start. Yes, yes. Uh, and I, lo I love many things that you shared. Number one, I used to have a ton of uh, trouble falling asleep at night when I was in high school. Um, I don't, have you ever done a body scanning meditation? I, I haven't, no. Uh -uh. Okay. 
So it, uh, it's a form of what's called yoga nidra, um, where in theory, I, I, I haven't really figured out or practiced this enough to get this to work in my own life. So yeah. it's just a little uh, <laughs> asterisk there for like yep, the yep. full idea of yoga nidra, but it worked really well to help me get to sleep. Um, but yoga nidra is this idea that you can kind of go into this med meditative state uh, and get even more sleep, like REM benefits than you would if you were normally sleeping. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, anyways, body scan meditation uh, is basically you bringing hyper-awareness to one area of your body at a time and, and actively thinking about relaxing that area. And it might, it might take more than, than one go, but you're essentially shifting your thoughts from your focus in your mind to an external point in your body, which over time is, is very, very useful. And uh, the first way I was trained was to go toes up. So you would start with like your little toe and then your next toe, big toe, um, ball of the foot, ankle, top of the foot, and work your way all the way up doing each side of the body. So if, if remembering that, uh, is going to bother you don't worry about each time yes. so when i am talking about relaxation i'm thinking like tension is you holding your fist really tight together right you're losing circulation and relaxation being like just letting them be like free and open so there's not necessarily uh, a massage component that's necessary it's more like bringing your attention hyper focus to that one area of the body until you like realize that you are aware of it and then if there is any tension that you notice that you're holding in that area while your attention is there, just letting it go or just, you know, in your mind saying that you let it go and, and mm -hmm. moving on. I would say uh, if you already know you have a lot of tension in your shoulders and something like on your mind, mm -hmm. uh, I would start in the areas where you already have the most awareness and are most concerned about. So otherwise it's going to be on your mind anyway. So yeah. like going through right. the rest of your body. So, you know, start, I would, Try to have a, a starting point that you generally always start from just so that your brain can start to associate you going into that uh, awareness of your body as like, oh, it's time to relax because I think that will be useful. Uh, but it doesn't matter where you start. So if you want to start with the areas of your body that you know you're holding the most tension, then start there. Yeah, it, it depends for me on, so there are both what I call passive and active meditation. So you getting up and dancing to a song that is inspiring to you can be a form of meditation. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It gets you in your body and like any extra energy out and like you kind of exhaust yourself a little and then you can be calmer in your body and your mind. So um, that might be a, a less usual form of meditation where most of them are, are taught seated, et cetera. If you can, I think brain breaks are most effective if you in some way are moving yourself away from your working environment. It doesn't have to be far, but at least like get yourself out of, you know, the chair. Uh, for myself, there are a couple go-tos for me. I really like to do, uh, bring in a little bit of yoga and do some some posturing with my, my meditations. And it doesn't have to be hard. Um, one of them, sometimes I plug in a grounding mat to get that benefit to my body. Mm -hmm. And then I will um, 
shift my hips up to a wall and like just put my legs up the wall as a form of um, inversion. And then you can just lay there and you, you're doing it, okay? You're in a brain break. But if you wanted to add breath work or an affirmation or something else to support yourself, you know, you could do that too. Uh, and, and sometimes I'm a big, I like to work on the couch. I'm not a big work from a, yeah. a desk person. Those of you that need many monitors, I get it, but yep. <laughs> I still yep. like doing laptop work from my couch. And so I'll, um, I'll just lay down on the couch and then, you know, throw my legs will just tilt to one side. That's also an inversion or I have ottomans. So I'll scoot an ottoman out so that I can even my legs um, and, and put my legs up the couch, if you will. Yeah. So that, that's one of my absolute favorites. But yeah, if you can do any sort of uh, shift away from your environment, so you're triggering your mind that you're doing something different, that uh, helps you get into the brain break mindset faster. Yeah, so it depends on, you know, what's available to you and how much money you want to spend on certain things. But any situation where your feet are above your heart at any level, it's some level of an inversion. And what that does is your uh, lymphatic fluid. So that, um, that's the fluid that contains all of your immune cells. That fluid doesn't actually have a pump like your blood system. So you inverting your legs helps to drain your lymphatic system towards your heart for processing. So it's really good in that respect for your body. And actually putting your legs up, up a wall is great for if you, you're going on a run, you do a really intense workout for draining the lactic acid out of your legs as well, much faster. So it's not just sitting there. Um, but other types of inversions, you could do a headstand, you could do a handstand, you could throw your legs up over a pull-up bar. You could get like some of those little moon boots that people put up over pull-up bars. There are also inversion tables if you want to do something like that. Um, I'm not quite sure if they're... I feel like some couches, you can kind of get somewhat of an yeah. inversion, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. Uh, so any any of those will work. And if you don't have to do legs at full extension. Um, I do to start just to kind of shake things out. But you can put, uh, there's a yoga pose called the Suptavada Konasana, which is reclined butterfly pose, where you basically put the soles of your feet together, kind of like putting the palms of your hand together. Mm -hmm. And you just let your knees hang out to the side. It's a, a little bit of a passive hip opener. So gravity is opening your hips. But you can do that in a reclined position. I do that sometimes. Mm -hmm. These are all really good tips for people just like me that have a hard time shutting off our brains. And it sounds like there's even hope for our meditation skills as well. So your knowledge and experience obviously goes very, very deep. Would you say that there's a certain type of person or a certain type of professional that typically would come to you seeking your advice? Yeah. Uh, so I work with a lot of people who are either um, in some sort of management role or higher up in the company, mm -hmm. uh, typically because they're balancing a lot of different roles and not only are you know productivity routines and brain breaks really effective and something they can help you know with other people with a trickle down effect but um, there are some areas for like performance hacking and working on um, consistency with, with habits 
and also just refreshing kind of everything in that performance diamond system yeah. cyclically so that uh, it can meet the kind of work you need. And um, I know for myself, I, I have to switch even between like music stations and such to keep myself interested. I like to switch up my working environments. Um, I'm assuming if I'm doing it, I'm not the only one that that benefits. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, they're normally higher up and in, for like types of work, any sort of entrepreneurial small business owner or someone who is trying to take on the entrepreneurial stuff along with their day job so that they can eventually transition, right? That's, that's a lot of stuff to be balancing at once with, you know, their day life and their health. Uh, individuals who are in law or are in consulting at big firms like McKinsey, um, people in tech or at, at large places like Facebook, um, individuals like that are generally the clientele. So kind of like engineering, tech, consulting, and law are what I see uh, the most. Some uh, people in finance. Mm -hmm. Oh, and, and of course, like the small business world too. Yeah. My goal is never for you to have me for life. <laughs> so I love when, for example, I've worked with some clients. Um, actually, there's a part of our program that I think is pretty special we do what's called a, a brain breaks workshop with you okay. where you know we spend a little bit time figuring out which brain breaks you think are going to work best for you based on uh whether you need more of an energetic one slow yourself down one whether you uh want to just have five minute ones or take a couple longer ones um and what times of day you want to play around with adding those in and after what types of work and then we actually, after we make that plan, we'll schedule a day with you where we go on Zoom and we basically just throw you in a breakout room for your work interval, pull you back, guide you oh. through each activity and like record uh, kind of your before state, your after state. We do a stress test at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day. And I am always surprised normally your stress even will go down by, by 50 percent even after the work day um so that i think is a pretty awesome result so the, the workshop is a little that's kind of a one-off we just like, include it it's super awesome mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i think it goes better with the whole coaching package as a whole but generally how the coaching works as a whole and i'll, I'll touch upon the workshop a little bit more in the timing intervals i think that's where you're yeah. going with that yeah, yeah yeah um but in terms of the coaching as a whole we'll do like an initial onboarding call with you and get a feel for like what are your goals like where do you what do you feel like your stress level is now how many brain breaks are you already doing and actually we have a quiz um that we do have people take that gives us some of that initial information it takes um five minutes or less for you to complete. So if you want to know where your strengths and weaknesses are brain breaks wise, that's a completely free quiz that you can go ahead and take. Um, that's on our website. Anyways, uh, we do a little bit of back and forth and then we'll figure out which of the four parts of the diamond we want to start with first. And if you don't have a music component that you like for your um, productivity routines, that's normally where I start hands down just I think it, it's just so beneficial immediately. Mm -hmm. And um, as a part of the productivity routines, we also do like shutdown routines with you. So you can have a barrier between your work time and your social life. 
Uh, we do, we talk about morning routines and we talk about evening routines. So it's not just how you start your work in that, in that block. Um, but for most people, it, like if you're having a lot of uh, issues with time scarcity, we might do a little bit more in the performance hacking area where we dive into kind of organizational systems and delegation systems and automation so that you can get some wins there. But those can take, depending upon where you're at, it might take a little bit of setup. So that's where I try to get you the fastest wins possible first. Mm -hmm. And after that initial onboarding call, uh, we will see each other, uh, whether you want it, we can do Zoom one-on-one -on -one or just an audio call, but we do a training call so that you don't have to look into any training videos or anything. We'll do a training call where we'll set a goal for that week for you to work on. And then we'll do a follow-up call either on Friday or Saturday to check in, like see what the wins were, see um, where there are still some blocks. So it's very iterative and step-by-step. And -step. Yeah, we always do celebrations. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's always something to celebrate. And uh, I've been through a lot of coaching programs I've also coached for other um, transformational leadership programs. There is a program called uh, Atlas Project that I've done a lot of coaching with. So uh, that was big for me, like celebrating, you know, my wins, no matter how small. And sometimes the win is falling on your face. Yeah. You know, yeah. and learning yeah. from it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, I know I'm jonesing to try some of the biohacking tricks you've taught us today. If listeners want to learn more, where else can they go? Yeah, so our website is cozymind.me, so C-O-Z-Y-M-I-N-D dot M-E. And we have a special for your podcast. I think you guys are awesome. And we're doing a seven-day brain breaks challenge. So you'll be receiving seven days worth of brain breaks training and video content. And it'll be drip kind of like as you, as you open it. Uh, and normally we do $7 for the pricing for that, but we're going to give you the coupon code secret sauce all, all in one go, no spaces, no caps. And uh, you can get entry into that seven days uh, of the brain breaks challenge for just $2. Love it. Love it. Appreciate that. Thanks for listening. Remember to take advantage of that great promo that Kara put together just for the Pastor Secret Sauce listeners. And if you'd like to learn more about maximizing time, head over to episode number 67. Odds are, if you're hearing my voice right now, you may be a self-made business owner who feels like living the dream, but the problem is I'm completely unhappy and unfulfilled. And it's like, I looked at my life and I'm like, I should be happy. This is so frustrating. I sacrificed so much and I worked so hard to get to this point just to realize that I'm unhappy and I'm unfulfilled. Then yes, this podcast is here to help. My life goal, probably much like yours, is to leave a lasting legacy that mattered. On the Pass the Secret Sauce podcast, I share with you everything that I've learned and uncovered from other successful entrepreneurs about building a business and a life with the financial freedom that allows us to give back to others. Let's face it though, it's going to take years for me to share what I know and what I'm able to learn from others in these free weekly episodes. And the truth is, 
you know, here's the idea, it's fully fleshed out. No, the thing is, you're never gonna have a lightning bolt perfect idea. Like, it always starts with little things. So if you are waiting for that lightning bolt to come, it's not gonna happen. You need to take action now. If you're really committed to leaving a legacy that mattered by improving your life and your business faster than you could solo, then I sincerely invite you to our Secret Sauce Mastermind. This is a program that I put together so that I can rub elbows with and learn frameworks and systems from extremely skilled and successful individuals. That way, every member, myself included, can shortcut our learning curves. Unlike many masterminds where content is static, we poll our members monthly to find out what the most common struggles are currently, and then we leverage our network and the power of the podcast to bring in experts to help brainstorm unique solutions to our problems. You'll be able to interact directly with our experts on live Zoom calls and also be able to reference our growing historical content library. As a group, we will guide each other through personal and professional challenges while you incubate your legacy in a group who understands not just your goals, but also what makes you, you. If you're interested in applying for the mastermind, simply email application at passthesecretsauce.com. And as always, remember to pass the secret sauce.